Hi there, this is Alvin and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, our guest is Krista Gable, a domain investor and founder of DomainDom.com and partner of Nameshoppers.com, a platform aiming to provide domain investors, developers, and businesses access to domains from private portfolios that they have never been offered before on the market. Today, Krista and I discuss her winding and wild path as a creative marketing professional, a club owner, a professional dominatrix, and now the domain dom of the domain industry. We also talk about her unique gifting to anticipate the future and how she's used it to gain an advantage since entering into the domain industry in May 2018. Then we discuss how Clubhouse is helping the domain industry and specifically Krista to evolve, innovate, and grow their personal and professional network like Krista's partnering with Steven Sachs to launch Nameshoppers.com. And lastly, Krista not only unveils a few domain sales, but she also gets personal and shares how the domain industry has helped her to control and overcome social anxiety. So with that, Krista, welcome, and thank you for making time to join us today. Uh, thank you, Alvin, for having me on your podcast. Um, this is super exciting. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Well, we're certainly glad to have you. It is a Friday evening, um, early evening, I guess almost mid-evening, if you will, that we are getting to record this. And so uh, I'm just happy to have you on the show as a guest and getting to connect with you, getting to know you. You know, to kick things off, let's share with the listeners a bit about yourself, who you are, your personal professional background. Well, I uh, my name is Krista Gable. Um, I own the founder and I own Domain Dom LLC. And, you know, I, um, I'm i a serial entrepreneur. I, I, I firmly believe businesses must, you know, constantly innovate. So, you know, having said that, you know, I, I started my first business at 21 years old. And, you know, over the course of my life, I've done so many things, sales, digital marketing, and, you know, lead generation. And um, I also owned a nightclub. Um, I, um, I've found that, you know, I've had to reinvent, reinvent myself multiple times. So, you know, this, this kind of what brought me to the path of uh, being, becoming a domain investor. And, uh, and now that's all I do. And I absolutely love it. But as far as me, um, personally, professionally, um, I am, uh, I'm transparent, I'm authentic, I'm genuine. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm happy to answer anything. I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, um, I, I absolutely love being in the domain industry. So like, I, I guess, I guess like before, because you said that you've been in, I guess what, how long have you been in the domain industry? A couple years or? So yeah, I started in, um, I believe it was April of 2018. Um, I started, you know, every business that I've ever had, um, I've always marketed myself. And even back in the early 2000s, I was in IT um, actually, I I owned and operated um, IT training schools for back when there was like the really really popular and trending to get the uh, Microsoft and Cisco certifications. So I had domains back then. Um, I back then it didn't dawn on me to um, I use the domains for my businesses and to market. I've been in marketing you know forever. So, but it never dawned on me until three years ago that wait a minute I can these are these are this is the future. This is like, you know, these assets are, are um, like, I can sell these. I can, I can be creative. I can use my creative ability and my, you know, intuitive nature and come up with cool names and, you know, learn the art of domain. So three years ago, uh, May of 2018, that's when I first started. And, 
um, I've just evolved now into this is all I do. That is interesting. So then like prior to domain investing, then in terms of uh, like, how did you stumble up on, I guess, knowing that there was this industry of known as buying and selling domains? Well, I was, um, so I, I am, I was a former uh, pro dom. Um, so I branded as domain dom because the word dom alludes to control and um, ah. be- being a dom is about control. Uh, that's what I was. And uh, of course, online marketing was a big part of that. But guess what else is about control? <laughs> uh, <laughs> controlling, you know, controlling your brand, um, controlling your traffic and your your email um, through owning your best exact match domain. So you can, and I like to say as my tagline, dominate your industry. So I, it just made sense to me. I'm like, you know what? Now I want to dominate domains. Um, so I branded as domain dom. And uh, that's been, you know, I mean, obviously people call me by my name, Krista, but as a brand, I'm Domain Dom. So I just, uh, that's basically before, you know, three years ago, um, uh, again, I've, I've been through many career paths um, and every <laughs> every career path I had, I did my own marketing, which was, it was all on the internet for the most part. So it just kind of made sense. And, you know, that's when that, that's where I'm at today. That's awesome. Now, now take us back though, because I could imagine that if we reround the clock now, you, you said you're like, Hey, since you were 21 and I'm like, wait, I'm looking at a picture of you. I'm like, you don't look a day past 21. So I'm like, well, hold on here. Like you've had all of these many different careers, right? Let's take it back. Like if I were talking to Krista at age six and I said, okay, hey, Krista, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what would that answer have been? Well, my mom said when I was a little girl, I put my hands on my hips and I said, um, <laughs> when I grow up, I'm going to be rich and I'm going to pay everyone, pay, pay, pay someone to cook and clean. And I'm going to be a businesswoman. I'm not, I won't need to, to learn how to cook and clean. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> So, yeah, I've always been a very independent, I guess some could say, you know, definitely independent. Um, I've always been a dominant person, you know, so I've always done my own thing. Um, I I always tell people um, I don't think outside the box because the box doesn't exist in my world. There is no box. So I'm, I'm a free spirit. I, I have been my whole life. And every so to the point of I, I appreciate you telling me I look young, but my daughter is 25. I'm actually 44 years old. What? Yeah. Get out of here. I'm 44. So when I started uh, right out of yeah, my, my daughter, I had her when I was 19. And so she's actually turning 25 next week. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm 44. That is awesome. <laughs> so that's interesting. So now did you have siblings or was it just was it just you? Yeah, I'm the um, I'm the oldest of uh, five kids. <laughs> Your four brothers and sisters or siblings. I'm the five kids, and um, another fun fact: um, I also grew up as a preacher's daughter. <laughs> no, well, hold on, wait, wait a minute. You say so you grew up as a PK, a preacher's kid. Yep. And, okay, so I, you got to <laughs> take me. How do you go from preacher's kid to professional dominatrix? Like you, you got to tell me that one. Oh, well, you know, well, again, the, the whole Dom thing is about, it's about control is a power exchange. So um, being, you know, a lot of times, you know, say preacher's kids or, you know, you, 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 they all go wild. Well, there's, there's a good way you can go wild. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a wild free spirit, but yeah, but, but in regards to that, you know, again, that's why, that's why I branded with Domain Dom, because again, mm. that, 
that term alludes to power and control. And uh, that's another aspect of domaining is, is is controlling your your domain, your brand and powering and dominating whatever industry it might be. Um, so that's how I kind of tie the two together. Uh, awesome. So what would you say your your top strengths are then? If you, you know, if I said, hey, what what are your top three things that you do well? With me, I have a I have one of those, I have a brain where it's like, um, if the normal path of life is this way, I normally go the opposite way, but that's also <laughs> part of innovation and forward thinking. And that's, you know, uh, that's how a lot of people have done things. It's like completely, like, again, some people think outside of the box with me, there is no box. It doesn't exist. Like, you know, I, I always make a joke and say, I got evicted from uh, the real world. So I created my own. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's good creativity. I, I am a very, uh, create creative person. So my create, my creativity allows me to come up with some, you know, really cool domains, you know, whether I'm, um, you know, buying stuff that I read about and research for the future, emerging trends, or I think of words that I'm like, you know what, that sounds like a company name. That sounds like a brand. Um, but at, at the same time, I have a very deep level of, you know, my intuitive ability is um, my intuition just it never fails me. So um, I'm intuitive, I'm creative, and um, I'm also I'm I'm an empath. So um, being an empath that gives me a a deep level of you know um, um, uh, emotional intelligence. Uh. Uh, I can connect with all sorts of people on you know any kind of different background. I'm just one of those where it's like um, I. Uh, I, everyone is accepted. Uh, I see everyone as the same. Um, and, you know, I think that's how it should be. So uh, but when you put intuition and creativity, you know, and all that together, um, also, like I mentioned, you know, I have uh, reinvented myself quite a few times. And I think it's a, an important part of the, at least important part of my human experience. And I would say, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger as well as forces you to turn your pain into your power. And I have done that. I've turned my pain into my power. So, um, you know, that's another, uh, I guess I'm i I'm a strong, uh, resilient individual. Well, that's interesting because I, th- the fact that you ended right there was literally, I picked up on it just even having heard you speak on clubhouse, not really knowing you, not really even having an exchange with you prior to the, to this uh, recording. And so I'm like, man, she is a very strong personality um, in the best sentiment. Yet while at the same time, it, it, I'm like, there's nothing that's going to hold you back, but you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's, that's just the energy that I feel. And I'm like, that is truly, truly amazing, especially to know the number of, um, the number of, you know, professional experiences and just your background that you've, that you've lived through. And to a certain extent, I'm like, man, to have ventured into sales, digital marketing, lead generation, um, all of these different avenues, like you have to be strong. You have to be resilient if you're going to survive or thrive. Exactly. That's absolutely true. I'm, you know, I, I basically, um, you know, I, I love the whole, what's the thing? Don't judge a book by its cover. Um, right. And so, you know, sometimes it's like, well, you know, I'm this uh, bold um, and also I'm bald. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I, um, 
I, I, I have, my hair is very, well, I don't really have hair. I, I shave my head. I'm, I'm, I'm bald. I'm bold and I'm bald. You beautifully um, bold, bald. <laughs> so, and you know, I, um, I, I own it. I mean, I, that, that's, that's part of my, that's me. Um, that's just, I, right, that's uh, your brand. Yeah. I, I want it. Part of me is, you know, like, I don't, I don't conform to society, which um, not saying, you know, like rebelling, but well, yeah, maybe, maybe that's, you know, this whole psychology with growing up as, you know, preacher's kid, but yeah, I do. I, um, I don't do things like, you know, if, if the directions say do ABC, I'm going to do GFH. I'm going to like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to innovate. Um, so, but at the same time, like I'll give you an example as a domain investor, like, you know, when I first started, um, I did, I did do pretty okay. Just with some of the stuff I was registering, I, I was able and people were like, wait, why are you registering 5g domains? And I'm like, and then, you know, they all laughed and were like, you're wasting your money. But you know, some of those, uh, registrations, you know, well, they're now uh, owned by big companies. So apparently right. I wasn't too crazy. Um, and so I just, you know, i I like to, you know, there is part, you know, speculating what's going to be, but I've learned a, a new, I have a new way of thinking and domaining. And then basically, you know, being in my third year, like, yes, there's, I have renewals right now that I'm like, why the hell did I register that? Like, you know, and some are fun. I like to collect them, but you know, it's, uh, let's see, I have, okay, my new, I have a new view on dom domaining. And before I buy a domain name now, whether it's, you know, whether it's a hand register, whether I'm getting it on an auction, a drop, or from another, you know, however I'm going to get it. I always ask myself two questions. And I ask these two questions. Who would buy this domain for me and why? Um, if I can't answer those two questions, I don't buy the domain. So wow. I wish I had that mindset three years ago. Um, you know, other than the ones I collect, I mean, I think every domain investor registers stuff that's just, you know, it, not for resale, but in right. buying as a domain investor, you know, I have, I, I like, okay, who would buy this? You know, is it a, is it an emerging, is it some bleeding edge technology? But again, what, what's the use cases, who would buy it and why? And unless I'm just buying it to collect it, cause I want to maybe have fun or it's just a collectible thing. Then no, if I can't answer those two questions, I don't buy the domain. And that's my new way of domaining and my new view on it. Ah, no, that, that makes total sense. So then take me back then in terms of like when you entered into this industry, how did you stumble up on it? Was it like DN Journal, Domain Sherpa? Like kind of help us understand how, how the world of domaining became known to, to Krista. So um, I was, um, by, I was a, buying a couple domains for, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it, it was at first, you know, the adult industry. Um, and, uh, and I stumbled across just, uh, I want to say one of the first, um, people that I, I actually came across was Rick Schwartz. Cause he owned some of those, you know, the, the best of the best, right. In all these, especially in the adult category. So I stumbled ac across him. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I'm on, uh, I find myself on name pros and, <laughs> uh -oh. and I don't even log into name pros anymore. Um, I, now it's all about clubhouse, which I'd love to talk with you about that as well. Cause clubhouse is like the new way to domain for me, but it was, it was name pros. Um, and then I, you know, started, it just kind of went from there. And I, I did, uh, because I do have that impulsive 
nature. And sometimes, you know, I just kind of just, you know, I don't ease in, I just dive in. Um, so yeah, I did, you know, I did make a lot of mistakes, but then I also made some, some like, you know, like, well, let's say the, the people that laughed at me back then on name pros, I, now they're not laughing at me anymore. <laughs> so it, it was mainly name pros, which again, um, yeah, I don't, uh, now the, the new, the new place for innovation with domain names is clubhouse. And I'd, I'd love to t- talk to you about that. Cause that's basically where I live now is on clubhouse. Definitely. Now in terms of, so you've been in a couple of years now. So like, what types of domains do you typically find yourself investing in and how many domains do you have in terms of your portfolio? So I, my, I have about 1200 domains. Um, I am trimming down the portfolio to invest in some better you know, quality. Um, but I, my portfolio is highly focused on emerging bleeding edge technology, um, especially like future tech, uh, artificial intelligence, um, all the realities, virtual reality, augmented reality you know, automation, um, internet wow. things, uh, but also three categories, uh, cannabis tech and, and sex tech, um, sex tech, particularly because in 2018, this is another, another reason I got into domaining. There was a 20 year long patent for teledildonics, which is, it was a 20 year patent, which is basically teledildonics is any type of tech or, or anything to do with you know, any kind of pleasure products or anything that is over an internet connection. Well, that patent expired in 2018. I saw a chance to like start hand registering and buying up a bunch of stuff because I knew sex tech was going to explode. And it's been the, uh, the top, like every CES event in Vegas for the last few years, it's been one of the, the top trending, you know, topics. That is awesome. So, so then uh, a bit of uh, serendipitous timing then in terms of that expiring and then obviously your experience and then knowing and being able to capitalize on it. Right, exactly. So, you know, I, a cannabis, you know, uh, uh, I, I do have a lot of domains that are brandable and, you know, some it's like I've hand registered some, some I've paid but it's it's kind of like my portfolio. You know, I know a lot of domain investors like they kind of stick with one niche, like you know, like right. maybe finance or that or this or that. But my my portfolio literally is um, all over the place. However, <laughs> there is a misconception. A lot of people think I only own adult domains. When the truth is that the the most of the adult domains that I own are are sex tech related. Um, so. I don't, I'm not, it's, it's not all about like, I love when people mention me, like I've, I've got all these adult domains and I'm like, well, honestly, that's not really my, that's not what my portfolio is. The majority of it is not that I, a good bit is I say, um, but I mean, I have stuff with, you know, stuff that, uh, may not make sense. Like when I say a term, like, you know, uh, what's one like for nanotechnology, like, um, right. uh, I think it was two years ago, um, but yeah, there was some nano, I had some nano technology domains that I did, I hand registered them and they were sold for good money. So a lot of stuff that I had, the majority of my the sales over the last few years have been in, in emerging trends, um, not adult words. And, gotcha. and so a lot of people don't know that, that my portfolio is very, um, you know, uh, very, it's like I'm stuck in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <And> <laughs> digital, digital transformation 
it's like all of everything is because of the pandemic, it's all been pushed closer now. So we're now like where the future of digital transformation was like what it was supposed to be like 10 years from now is actually like actually happening. It's, it's coming to right. fruition as we speak. And, and with digital transformation, um, that what that is basically is like, okay, well, digital transformation um, is, well, there you go, digital assets, domain names, and they're only going to get higher in value because, well, one, you have to, well, you have to buy right. And I, I, I've learned that, um, learned how to, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I definitely not have mastered the art. I don't know, but you know, other people that have, that have been mentors to me and I can go over some of those people that I highly respect and that have helped me out a lot. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's basically like the future of, you know, it's e-commerce now, like everything, this new era, the digital world, um, digital everything. And so that's pushed, that's just going to make, you know, domain names, they're, they're, they're not going to lose value. I mean, unless you, if you own, you know, stuff that makes no sense and doesn't have, like I said, if it's, if you can't answer those questions of who would buy it and why, then maybe not. But if you have, you know, we're talking like keyword rich, like I, I focus on keyword.com, keyword rich domains. I mean, I don't have any one word.com, but I, I eventually my plan to have, you know, at some point I'll have a huge sale and I will be able to acquire a one word. And that, that's the goal of mine. But right now I have mostly keyword.com or um, I do have some, you know, five letter and some four letter and .com that are brandable, but mostly it's keyword.com. Now that, and that's good. And I think that that's something that domain investors really starting out really have to consider is that not everybody's going to start at the top in terms of being able to come into this industry with, you know, pockets that are flush with cash. And so that being said, you, you know, using a baseball analogy, you got to work the singles. Um, you've got to work those two word, three words sometimes domains until you can sell enough of those that you get your single, you get your double, you get your triple. And then eventually the home run, the grand slams, they eventually come. And so that that is great to hear in terms of how you're working this strategy. Now, in terms of your portfolio distribution, in terms of percentage wise, like what's the TLD breakdown? Would you say that it's mostly .com, .net, .org, or do you even, you know, in invest in some of the uh, CCTLDs and even some of the new G's? So uh, mostly.com. Um, I think I have a couple.net and I have a, a couple.co and a couple.io. I don't really, I, I think I might have one or two, like um, I think that's, yeah, I, pretty much.com. Like I, I had some other extensions that but I've mostly dropped those. I'm a big believer in in the dot com is king. The you know there are I I do see you know the dot io. Um, I do have some dot io, especially because a lot of tech startups are using dot io. Um, and I do have a couple dot co. But um, nice. As far as like you know the other, you know CCTLDs. Let's see. I don't really. Yeah, I don't have any. So no ggs, no dot ais. Not dot. I have some ai. Like I have the word like sensors, sensors, AI.com, but it's a, it's a .com. So it's not. Ah, nice. Nice. Um, let's see. So I have a, but yeah, no dot AI. Uh, let's see here. Do you have any uh, uh, geo service domains? Let's see. Um, I have, well, I mean, I have like, you know, domains like askatlanta.com. I mean, I lived in, in Atlanta. I owned a nightclub in Atlanta back in the like 2006 in the underground. So I have um, some, some domains that have the word Atlanta ah. 
in the domain. Is that where you're from? No, I'm actually from, well, I was born in Anchorage, Alaska, believe it or not. Um, and <laughs> I'm, not I'm not kidding. Yeah, I, I was born in Anchorage, Alaska. And, um, and then I grew up in Boone, North Carolina, for the most part, um, until, well, I would say until I, for like the first eight years. And then our, we lived, again, I was a preacher's daughter, so we um, we moved around a lot. So then we were in South Florida in Boca Raton, um, nice. Delray Beach area. And then we went back to Boone. And then for the majority of my like sixth grade through high school, um, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and then, you know, my uh, adventurous life, I, I, I lived, you know, Atlanta, Vegas, Texas. Um, I, I lived uh, in Florida. I, I've lived all over the place for, for the last, you know, I'd say, well, other than being in Austin and, uh, you know, or like six years ago, I've been back in the Raleigh, Durham um, area for the last, let's see, since 2016. Um, um, but I did also live in, there was a year where I lived in between um, right outside of Richmond, Virginia, and also North Carolina. So I, uh, for a while, it's like I was a digital no matter. I, I, <laughs> I would move from place to place, like just impulsively. That was just part of, part of my free spirit. You know, I just would go wherever. I didn't, I didn't want to be tied down anywhere. That's interesting. So I'm surprised that we didn't cross paths then at Rick's um, Asheville meetup. Um, I didn't go. I didn't go to it. Um, I wanted to. I'll be honest. I didn't go because <laughs> I was that. What that was what in 2019. I didn't go because I I didn't think I would fit in. And um and and I'm just being honest. I mean I'm I'm a I'm very honest. So I wish that I, I you know I'm completely over that now. Like I would. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hosting rooms with Rick on Clubhouse, but no, I I, I should have gone and I didn't because I I, I was uh yeah I didn't think I would fit in you know I'm uh, definitely you know not your uh, normal uh, kind of a uh, you know I guess uh, domain investor or, and whatever so uh, and I take pride in that but I I didn't go and I wish I would have I would definitely <laughs> I wish I would have gone then but yeah I, I didn't go then so I missed out on that opportunity. Now, hey, listen, it was it, it's kind of like a room um, of who's who. It's just an eclectic bunch of folks. Like right. when I think about who all was there in that room and some of the people and you go, that person? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, really? Like a domain? Yeah. And and a pretty uh, well-known domain investor or do they own, you know, domains that we all wish we could own. And you're like, oh, wow. I wouldn't notice that person if I crossed them, you know, on the street. I wouldn't have never thought, gave second thought to that person even being a domain investor. And so uh, we are, I, I have to admit, like the domain industry and domain professionals and investors, uh, monetizers, developers, like we are an eclectic group of folks uh, that, you know, it's just like the folks that you wouldn't think are and the folks that you probably would say, yeah, that person should be. They're not. Uh, so it, it's all across the board, which we've all, you know, somewhat learned in terms of uh, Clubhouse, which is this is where, you know, for me, at least our paths beginning across was, you know, just this phenomenon of the industry being introduced to Clubhouse, both the old, uh, I guess you say the old guard, the uh, the up and comers, and then we just have a whole new group of people. And so, you know, let's let's talk, let's dive into that a bit in terms of 
obviously three years ago you got your start but then here comes clubhouse which is seems like the the perfect tool you know for a person like yourself to be able to start connecting with folks so clubhouse has been amazing at connecting people like all around the world and in the domain industry um and it, it's a it allows a new way to sell exchange domains i mean also you know I've established an auction marketplace on Clubhouse, nameshoppers.com, which we'll get into that a little bit later. But that's also an extension of that. It's, you know, Clubhouse allows people to talk freely, uh, connect that might not ever have the opportunity in real life, you know, and that's been, it It has been a new way. And I will say that, you know, the way of being able to, the psychology behind Clubhouse and that whole audio, like you don't have to be camera ready. Like, you know, we're all a bunch of bubbles um, and, uh, but, you know, you know, I, I'm also, I'm an energy person. So like if I'm a, in a room and there's, if, if there's good energy, then, you know, good things happen. If there's bad energy, even though it's just, you know, bubble people, um, uh, we're a bunch of, like I said, these bubbles everywhere and, uh, and we're all talking, you know, it still is a very powerful way of connecting. Um, and, and you know, I, there's rooms that, you know, aside from domain, there's every kind of room you can think of on clubhouse. and. And the opportunity and the innovation of, you know, of a new way to market domains and to f- connect with other like-minded people. I've connected with so many people on there. And uh, now it's the point where, you know, I'm uh, running a, a curated auction um, as well as uh, I'm hosting for a lot of, you know, the big names in the industry. And um, I I absolutely love doing that. It's, it's a lot of fun. And and uh, I enjoy it. Um, I do have to say, like, with, because of Clubhouse, I, I knew some of these people, not in person, but just from LinkedIn and Twitter, because I'm big into social media marketing. But I, I do have to say that, you know, there there are some domain investors that even before Clubhouse, you know, but even more now that, you know, we're on Clubhouse, like, I really look up to and, and, and have, they've helped me in my domain journey. And I'll have, you know, there's a few names I just have to mention, like, Stephen Sachs, he got me started with with this nameshoppers.com and he he gave me a chance when you know a lot of you know people didn't. And so I have a lot of respect for him. And and also Kate Buckley, she's a friend and she's also been a mentor to me. Um and same with uh Braden Pollock um and Anaj uh, Ball that owns um now now the owner of Name Bio. And of course, you know, one of my favorite people in the industry is of course has been always been Rick Schwartz, Domain King which, you know, I now host him in my clubhouse room and uh, I'm his co-host and moderator for his domain club um, grand opening, which is going to be June 15th. So, you know, I would say those people I mentioned or who have I've looked up to and, you know, uh, I, I call, you know, friend um, and, and with some of them, you know, an actual mentor, they've helped me out with a lot. So wow. there's a great people in this industry. That is, that is amazing because when I think about something like that and for someone who hasn't necessarily been around the industry that long, I mean, obviously three years, that is some time, but you know, to be able to come in and then be able to hit a platform like Clubhouse um, and be put into proximity of so many of the big names and being able to gain their guidance early and often, I mean, that's something that if you said, if there wasn't a clubhouse, do you think that Krista would have nameshoppers.com? Like- no, I, I, I don't. I'll tell you why, because I, 
I, all the people I mentioned, I was connected with all of them on LinkedIn, but it, we never like talked. You know, I didn't have their phone number. They didn't call me and check on me. They didn't like, it wasn't like that. Um, yeah. So Clubhouse, I was uh, doing all types of events and, you know, trying to do things. And there was all kinds of auctions going on on Clubhouse. And, and no, Stephen Sachs, I guess he picked me to, to uh, start at No Name Shop, which was all because of him. Him and wow. him and, and him and Chad Falconing. Yeah. So that's been, there would not be name shoppers if it wasn't for Steven Sachs. That's a fact. And Steven is, so I, Steven and I actually crossed paths back in my first names con, which was somewhere back in like, I want to say either 2017, 2018, one of the two can't necessarily remember just due to COVID and all of my times and everything running together. But uh, nevertheless, Stephen Sachs, I sat next to him. I did not know who he was, but I went to the water school dinner or banquet that night. And I was sitting at the table with Morgan Linton, knew Morgan, uh, well, actually met Morgan. And then I met Braden that night, uh, as well as some other couple of folks. But then Stephen Sachs, like I was sitting at a table and he came over, sat down, just start talking. I didn't know who the guy was. Um, until, you know, a couple of days, a couple of weeks later. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I was sitting next to Stephen Sachs and did not <laughs> know it. But just a very down-to-earth person um, was willing to share and help and give ideas and all that good stuff. And so, you know, I, I definitely can can attest to you know, his his ability to uh, be a very warm, personable, open person who's willing to give uh, really anybody a shot um, at, at, you know, trying to establish themselves and gain, you know, that level of success. And so, you know, certainly a hat tip to him for, you know, coming to sit at the table with me that night, uh, amongst others that did. And then, uh, you know, hat tip to him as well in terms of, you know, helping you set up uh, nameshoppers.com. So that being said, like, what is nameshoppers.com? So nameshoppers.com is, you know, it's a uh it's a curated domain auction and and I'm going to be uh, resuming in a few weeks. I'm, I'm taking probably most of June off from that because uh, curating an auction is a lot of work and I love it. <laughs> I'm doing it. But you know, this month I had some other stuff going on too. And um, we are, we are kind of revamping it to where it's going to be the, the whole thing with name shoppers offering, you know, curated list of quality domain names at reasonable reserves and, and as shoppers, you know, the goal is to, as shoppers adapt, we will gradually increase the quality of names. I mean, my goal was to, to have a mix of, you know, domain investors and start to bring in users to the platform, which I'm still determined to do that. And when I'm determined to do something, no, nobody can stop me. So I'm going to do it. Um, but <laughs> I want to, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I want to attract domain investors like the one, you know, they're already buying uh, great names on Namejet, Dropcatch. So Clubhouse Auctions, you know, kind of like nameshoppers.com, you know, em emulates a real live auction. And Clubhouse al also allows connections often not possible in real life. So doing these, these audio, uh, these live audio auctions, it's fun, but it's also bringing different people together. However, I want to keep it. I want to go back to, you know, there's different types of auctions where, you know, some people like no reserves, you know, but I really want to focus on, on quality. Uh, domains, reasonable reserves, and then gradually as the shoppers start adapting, um, and I I do a lot of outside promo on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like all social media marketing is like one of the things I'm, I'm a very strong skill set. So I, I want to um, 
I want to keep this name shoppers.com always curated and, you know, always it'll be like we said, quality names. Um, I don't want to use the word premium mm-hmm. because premium alludes more to, you know, six figure names. However, um, eventually, you know, I could see some, you know, high four and five figure sales and that's kind of what we want to work towards. Right. Um, so I, again, I'm taking the next couple of weeks to kind of revamp things and then we're going to start again. But, you know, the first, um, I think the first week I did, it was in March 20, it was March 25th. And I mean, it was like, I think it was like 20, uh, I think I sold 28,000 that first night. So awesome. uh, yeah. So, but you know, then it was, the, the auctions got saturated. There were so many of them. So right. with name shoppers, you know, I was doing just once a week. Um, and so I, I would, you know, when I, when we, when we start back up, you know, I'm, I'm only, I will only do once a week and, you know, maybe even every, once every other week, but I would like to do it weekly. And I want to keep that quality there where people can expect, like I said, quality domains, reasonable reserves, but I want to attract more than just, you know, wholesale, uh, domain investors. I want to attract, you know, maybe there's whatever that sweet spot is between, okay, a domain investor or, but also, you know, maybe some of the brokers, maybe even, you know, try to get some end users in there that, you know, we can go use our voice uh, with Clubhouse to go in other rooms, like the branding rooms. And, you know, we want to reach, the ultimate goal is to reach the the buyers, you know, not, so that's, that is my future goal. And it's going to take a lot of hard work and time, but you know what? I'm very, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, you're determined. I'm determined. <laughs> yeah, I'm determined. And I'm, um, you know, uh, even if it gets frustrating, like I just, if, if something doesn't work, then I'll try it a different way. And then yeah, got to pivot. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And until, you know, it just, it happens. So uh, pivot yeah. your way to success. Exactly. <laughs> but, but let me ask you this. So interesting name is, so obviously there's the name, nameshoppers.com, which I think is phenomenal in, in when in relation to some of the other domain auctions, most of those domains, you know, have like domain or domaining or some part of domain in it, whereas yours is name shoppers, which to me definitely is kind of uh, more a step above, if you will, in terms of really focusing on the branding aspect of it, that most people who aren't in the domain industry, that's what they're going to focus on. They're going to say name, they're going to say brand. It's not necessarily going to be about the domain name. And so I'm looking at the site right now and I look at some of these names and to me, I'm like, man, these are solid brands that, you know, some of them have no reserves or low reserves uh, if that and so like knowing what you said in terms of starting out and I was on Clubhouse as well and it seems like you know auctions were coming as fast as people were breathing and right. it was just like your your head was spinning so with that many auctions like what went through your mind to say I think I've got a shot at bringing nameshoppers.com into this and truly making a name for myself so it was again that whole aspect of doing uh curated domain curated Mm. list and that was what i wasn't seeing um now i will say you know so name shoppers going forward um we will we will stay away from the no reserves the that's not what name shoppers we want to we don't want to do no reserve auctions what why is that i well first of all i i I sponsor domainingclub.com um start uh carlos and stephanie they're i sponsor uh again it's domainingclub.com so we do a lot of those on their auction and they're still a really Uh, name. So I sponsor them. Um, but with name shoppers, the way I want to curate it is I want it to be, there's 
because there's already all these other auctions that are no reserve and this and that, I want to keep it curated on a level of, like I said, it's going to be reasonable reserves, quality names, but you know, I, I want to, I, we want to separate from, um, you know, there'll be different auctions. So like I said, for some of the no reserve auctions and stuff, I, I sponsor domainingclub.com, which I, I love the, the people I've connected with and the people behind that Stephanie and Carlos are amazing people. So I love working with them, but for name shoppers, we're revamping it to where we want to go back to the original model of where it's, there won't be any of the no reserves. It'll be reasonable reserves. Uh-huh. Um, but eventually I want to be able to, for, for nameshoppers.com, I want to have some domains that, you know, yeah, maybe the reserves are four and five figures, but these are, we have, we'll have the buyers in the room for that, you know, right. we'll, with promoting and especially like we want to educate these other rooms, like all these branding and marketing rooms. And, and the fact that digital transformation has pushed everything online. I mean, everything online, you know, you push a button on your phone to get your groceries delivered. Like everything's online. Well, online requires, you have to have a website, you know, and you know, that gets to the whole point of like, uh, dominating your industry. So you, that whole exact match domain, that's like so important. And so I, I want to, I want to stick with, with that. And, um, of course, you know, there's Monty Khan who has the profession, the, uh, what's the guy's name? Wayne, the guy yeah, who, Wayne the, Wheat. The, oh yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you know, that, oh, that, that, that's, you know, a whole nother level, but so, you know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm never, I'm, I'm nowhere anywhere on Monty Khan's level, although he does, uh, he has been very supportive and he's even attended some of the auctions and, and comes into the rooms and is very supportive and has also another person who has actually will call me and, and say, Hey, how are you? You know, how's it going? Like, they're just uh, very kind. So name shoppers is kind of like that. Below, you know, definitely. Again, I want I want those buyers that you know they buy four and five figures on like Namejet or Dropcatch. Like that's right. what I want to attract. So the whole keyword is curated. You know, it's a curated auction. And again, it's you know we're talking reasonable reserves. So, but quality names. That that's right. and, and then I kind of build from there. If you've been on Clubhouse for listeners that have been on Clubhouse and for those that haven't been on Clubhouse, you know, in short, it, it, we came along at a at at the serendipitous moment of folks just trying things. And so mm-hmm. here it is, auctions began, and it, it was it was very much the good, the bad, the ugly. And I think likely is the case, and you, you can probably attest to this, that even with name shoppers, you've learned from the others uh, their success as well as you probably learned from their failures and what you can capitalize on. And so, you know, to a little bit, I know that you can probably speak to that. Now, one of the things, though, that's at the top of my mind, I'm like, where in the world did nameshoppers.com come from? That's just, to me, that's a phenomenal brand for what you're doing on Clubhouse. So like, wh- who owned that and where did it, how did that come to light? Steven Sachs owns that domain. And um, he also has, so it's name shoppers and also domain name shoppers. So again, this is why I say he's one of the most gracious. Uh, he's like the good Samaritan, but you know, <laughs> just a, he's a genius. And he's also, you know, just, just such a, a, an amazing person. And I haven't met him. I feel like he's family, but I've never even met him in person. So, so that was all, that was all Steven Sachs. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That was all Steven Sachs. Now, I know it's been just a short time in terms of running name name shoppers, but, you know, so like for myself, for instance, I have a daily list that I put out on Kickstarter Commerce over the last, man, I think I started putting that list out in 
2016 midsummer. That being said, though, one of the things that I've noticed by doing my own daily list is iron sharpens iron. So because I was doing it, because I was looking at so many uh, names, my own portfolio, you know, has drastically changed. And I've leveled up as a domain investor. Like, have you had that same experience, even though it's been a shorter amount of time for name shoppers? Have you noticed um, a bit of your tendencies and habits and buying and selling? Have they changed any? I have definitely, like in the last few months, the domains that I am buying are, I, I'm I'm buying on some of, of the auctions I'm actually calling, you know, and sometimes I, I get outbid, but I've actually bought, um, some names on name shoppers and, and, and from other auctions as well. But, um, I do again, you know, my new view on domaining, like I said, is if I can answer the two questions of who would buy this domain and why, then I buy it. So, you know, sometimes someone on clubhouse is like, Oh, but they, they want to liquidate their domain for like 25, 50 bucks. Oh, wow. I instantly see value and like, well, wait, I know what I would use that for. I mean, that's great for haptic technology. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, it didn't make sense but to me i'm like whoa that's that's perfect for haptics and that's one of the the um areas where i i started getting those domains three years ago and so you know things like that so sometimes you know someone might have a domain and to them it's like they don't want to renew it um or they want they'll sell it for really cheap and it's got it's got like a value of over uh, you know it's it's a valuable domain like i picked up um what was one I recently picked up? Uh, bio, biotransit.com for, I think, $50. Or no, 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 I take that back. No, I did pay. No, I paid $225 for that. But that's that domain is biotransit.com. I mean, we're talking biotech. We're talking, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, deals like that. It's like, I easily could answer my few questions that could justify spending, you know, $225 on that domain. That's that's amazing. So like for me, when and one of the things you 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 took me back to an earlier moment um, in the segment here, and it was about how you invest in names out over the horizon. You tend to be out over the edge, whereas many people are kind of like, hey, if I can't sell it within the next, you know, 10 to 12 months, I really don't want to deal with it. But for some of your names, I imagine that you probably have to renew them multiple years until your proverbial ship comes sailing in that you can sell them. Is that is that necessarily the case or not? Not so much. Absolutely. I um, when I got when I started doing domain investing, I um, I did. I had no intentions of being a flipper. Like I, it doesn't interest me to buy <laughs> something. You know, I just have no interest in that. So a lot of domains I, I know well, these are it's going to be a long hold. And I'm okay with that. You know, I kind of plan for that. So, and then there's other domains too that, you know, it's like, well, they may sell some domains that I didn't even think would sell, you know, like, let's say I renew them and then boom, they sell like the next day. Or then sometimes like last year, I dropped a bunch of domains and every single one of them got picked up on, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, like literally every single one of them. And, and I'm like, well, okay. So, I mean, so, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's a hard decision. Like, what do I keep? What do I drop? What do I liquidate? I mean, I'd rather, you know, give away domains than see them, see my own domains in an auction. But because, you know, it's like, wait, wait, why is that an auction? Like, I, I never got an offer on it. So, but yes, I do tend to stick with, you know, some of my domains are, um, they don't make sense to other people, but, you know, uh, but they, they're still, they're good domains. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, three years ago, I hand registered cyberagriculture.com. And I, I looked up the history and it, it looks like it was registered like way back in the day, but then it was dropped for 
deleted for many years. So I hand registered that. And I remember on name pros, I, they let, they were like, you can't just put two words together. You know, you're all, you're way off. And I had a, uh, and now if you look up what cyber agriculture is actually a thing, it's an, it's own thing. I mean, there's a, I mean, it's, it's huge. And that domain will sell one day for, I don't know, I think at least 25 grand, maybe more. And um, so again, but three years ago, it, it really wasn't a thing, but now it's a thing. And so how do you, I guess, I mean, to a certain extent, it just really, you, you really either know, or you have that gut instinct of this is something and I've got to be willing to hold on to it. You know, at least I'd probably say probably at least a three to five year window um, in some cases. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think my best domain is digitalchain.com, which like I say, is the future of everything, digital, everything, but digitalchain.com. I will one day and I'll manifest my own reality by saying this, but that that's an end user domain. And if it takes five, 10 years for the right end user for me to sell that to, then I'll be, I will patiently wait. Wow. Now, do you, do you, I guess, renew on an annual basis? Like for, for some of my domains, you know, I know I'm going and I don't mind doing it for, you know, a small segment of, and I have, 2,500 names. And when I say small segment is definitely, it probably doesn't even register as a percent, if half a percent on some of these names, I'm willing to say, okay, yeah, I'm willing to put down a hundred dollars to invest in it for a 10 year period, or in some cases, a five year period or three year period. Now, are you renewing on an annual basis or are you doing more of the long-term approach of, yes, when I register this name, I typically register for three years right off the bat. Well, I will. And also this year, as you know, in September, the price is going up across the board. Right. Um, so I will, you know, on certain domains, I, I definitely do two, three. I think sometimes I have a few I've done three to five years at a time. But, you know, I, I'm not going to there's some domains that's like, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm going to, you know, I think I might sell them within a year or maybe I will, depending on what I paid. So all of the domains, no, I don't do five years at a time on, on certain select ones. I, I will register years at a time because again, I don't want to give the impression that I'm going to rush to sell these domains because I'm not. So, you know, on certain ones, yeah, if it's a super premium, then yeah, I'm going to renew it years at a time. And especially, you know, come August uh, before September, anything that I, I look through my portfolio and whatever is going to expire between now and, you know, December, I'm absolutely going to renew those for one to two years just because of the price increase. But, you uh, know, not the whole portfolio, but, I will renew a good bit that I know I'm going to keep, you know, at least I'll at least renew them for a year, but maybe two, um, you know, just because of the, the price increase. Now, what's been your biggest sell to date? Let's see. So uh, the I've, I've had numerous sales, you know, in the, in you know, mid for, you know, I, I haven't had a huge sale yet. I have, I have turned down an offer of $50,000 on digitalchain.com. No, that was a no brainer to me and <laughs> call me crazy or whatever, but I guarantee you in a few years, I'll, I'll be very thankful. I turned it down. So I've sold, uh, like I said, uh, quite, I've, there's been several uh, 5G related, nano related um, domains that I've, I have sold um, over the years that were, you know, in the, um, you know, uh, not 10, not, not five figures, but yeah. know, mid figures. So so you bought what three probably that that twenty five hundred to five thousand dollar range? Or? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. 
Well, and and with the names that you're investing in, I mean, those are those are pretty, you know, lucrative returns there because likely is the case you're you're hand registering um, many of these things that haven't come into fruition yet. But yet when they do, then, you know, it's certainly you go you look at those sales and they go from eight dollars or sixteen dollars, let's say, or let's even say if it was just a three year period of renewals. 24 to 28 dollar investment but you crank out something like a 3500 5000 dollar sell i mean that's a that that that's something to not dismiss lightly yeah exactly and and again some of the domains i'm like you know what like these are this would be a long hold um so you know you know some like when you get offers like people send offers like i'll offer you 200 or 300 i mean there's always of course you you know can counter offer but you know, even if it's some domain investors would be like, oh, I'll gladly take two or $300 for my $8 or $16 investment. But I don't really think that way on, you know, there's some that I, I wouldn't, and I'm not saying I'm emotionally attached to them, or maybe I am, I don't know. But on some domains, <laughs> I, I know the long value. I know it's like, it's the time it's, it's too soon. And, and I wish I would sell myself short. And so again, I said, you know, I'm patient, I'm resilient. So the ones that I know, if my intuition tells me, that's definitely, you know, it's not an end user. Like I'm like, no, this is, this domain is an end user domain. I'm not going to sell it except to an end user. So Mm -hmm. I stay very stubborn when it comes to that. If I have a feeling about something, I I stick to my, my intuition. She's like, I'm sticking to my guns. Yes, absolutely. So that, so that's interesting. Now, one of the things that kind of struck me here was that obviously you mentioned you had a daughter. Now, have you, have you gotten her interested into domain names or is she on her own path? So she, um, she actually is a, she has a degree, uh, her college degree in hospitality tourism. So she has worked for, she's been like, she's worked in, you know, wedding, doing weddings. And at one point I did have, I got her a domain and, and she was trying to, you know, running like her uh, business. Uh, doing wedding planning, but now she's, um, she's now in like a Charleston, South Carolina by the beach. So she is working with, um, with elderly uh, people at a, I want to say it's like a, one of those long-term care centers mm. and she's amazing at it. So she's, um, we are, her and I are, we're very different, but we're, we're like, we're like best friend sisters. So <laughs> she's very, you know, um, she's very different. Uh, she's definitely my child, but she's, you know, got a different outlook on a lot of things. So, but I, I wouldn't trade her for the world. She's awesome. She's- <laughs> that That is awesome. That is awesome. I, it, it always uh, makes me wonder when, uh, especially domain investors and just professionals in general, you know, they say, Hey, they have kids. And so like, mm-hmm. for me, obviously my kids are pretty young. They're eight, six, and four. Um, and so it's not that they really, I mean, you know, to, to them, it's kind of like, Hey, where's PBS at? <laughs> um, where's YouTube for kids. And so they they haven't got to that age yet to, to really understand a bit of what daddy does um, and, and why daddy does it. And mm-hmm. so it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, them grow up. But I, I wondered that with her being 25 and I'm like, wow, I wonder if this is a mom and, and daughter duo type thing that, you, you know, you're getting to work on her strengths as well as yours and putting them together uh, to grow the business. So that that's that's amazing in terms of what she's doing in terms of uh, serving and, and loving the, the elderly. Well, um, yeah, she's got a, uh, she's got a, she's got a, a, a huge heart. Um, um, and we, again, we have different views on a lot of things, but, um, she, 
anytime she sees like all the new, like I have so many domains about artificial intelligence and robotics and all this futuristic stuff. And she'll see something. She'll be like, Oh yeah, my mom, that's, Oh yeah. My mom's obsessed with AI. My mom's, <laughs> obsessed with stuff. but there, she kind of rolls her eyes because she doesn't really, she, she, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a special weirdo. I, and I have the dot com on that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so a lot of, to me, some, a lot of people look at some of the domains. It's like, well, that's just weird. But you know, I think weird is, I like the, I, 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 um, listen, I'm, it's I'm, weird. It's weird until it sells. Right. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I am, I'm, I have uh, monetized being weird. So it's all good. <laughs> there you go. There you <laughs> go. Speaking of monetization. So like, how do you, I guess, come about in terms of, of uh, realizing some of your sales, do you use uh, landers of any sort? Do you use outbound or is most of it inbound or are you using FD Dan? Like kind of walk us through what your strategy is in terms of how you realize sales. Everything so far has been inbound. Um, however, I'm, I, uh, I, I'm very creative when it comes to like social media marketing. So I use, you know, LinkedIn and Twitter and, uh, you know, especially like with all the, you use the right hashtags to attract certain types of, of companies. So using, um, I build on some of my domains like digital chain, I, I build my own customized lander from scratch. And I actually attach the, I have like a matching Facebook business page, Twitter and LinkedIn. And so I make it into a whole page with an RSS feed, you know, make it to where it's like, you know, still has a call to action, but it's more or less like, you know, it doesn't go through after Nick or Dan. Now, my other inbound sales have been through Dan, Afternick. I've had some that, you know, they contact me directly and we used escrow, um, you know, on Clubhouse. I've sold a lot on you know, using, um, say, I would say, I guess, you know, even just like a, the business PayPal um, to the company. So, but yeah, it's all been inbound. But I I, I tell you what, if, if I, with the some of the domains I have, um, once I start to outbound, um, you know, which will take a lot of work, but yeah, that's that definitely will increase sales. But on some domains, like, you know, you don't outbound, at least on some of my domains, like I would, I, I'm not going to outbound all of them, but there's some that I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, there's new innovative ways to use LinkedIn and Clubhouse and other things to, to, you know, you can use uh, articles and you can use, like, I, I taught myself basic graphic design. So I've made a lot of my own, like, um, you know, logos and, and, you know, uh, nice. that kind of give, I, I like the whole visual appeal of, you know, if, if a potential end user types in my domain and they land on a page and it has a, like, you know, where you can price upon request or you can make an offer, or you can even buy it now. But at the same time, they have like some kind of picture and description like, oh, okay, well, this could be used for this. Or, you know, I, sometimes I get really technical and in, in writing like pretty long descriptions that, you know, I can use uh, and then in turn, you know, make it a turnkey thing with a uh, marketing on LinkedIn and Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, um, you know, uh, everywhere. And so that's kind of how so far all of it's been inbound. So you're you're really building out a network um, in which to really drive your own traffic back to you. Right, exactly. That is interesting. And so then you've never, so have you ever tried any like outbounding emailing or phone calls or any of that stuff? Not yet, but uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, plan, I, I plan to, I, um, I, yeah, so far I have not, but um, I'm, that's, that's one of my uh, things. And, and now that I've been auctioning other people's domains, I, I now have people approaching me about brokering. So that would be my next 
possible plan would to start actually, you know, if I can, you know, when I, when I auction people's domains, I get real descriptive. Like I write when someone, when I curate an auction, I, I, I go an extra step and I actually write descriptive descriptions for other than other than like the domain data of like okay this domain was registered in however many extensions it's you know you know I, I go I, I I think about like well what again the whole like use case so I write I, I put like a really cool description together for each domain so it's not just about like okay this is domain data the data of the domain it's also well let's let's describe a self story like and then it's not in doing that you know somebody will bid because they're like oh I didn't think of it like that so uh. Yeah, I love that whole, you know, um, I, again, that's my creativity and my intuition working together. That is phenomenal. And I think that that, you know, so many so many domain investors, um, I think that going the extra mile or two is what it really takes to move domains. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's one thing to buy it, sit, and it's another thing to buy it, post it. And it's a whole different story when you actually buy and create a story or an experience around a domain that causes people to to connect with those domains. And that's something that I can certainly get the feeling that that that's what you bring to the table. And that's one of the biggest perks of Clubhouse as well, is being able using that whole, you know, it's like em- emulating a, an actual like an auction, the, the standard auctions, but using just the audio feature and being able to tell a story. And then you also tie that in with the promotions on LinkedIn and Twitter and making it like a turnkey, like, you know, a domain story, you know, and, um, and, uh, hopefully, um, it, it can, you know, people that instead of like, I've, I've sold domains on clubhouse where I was, I got descriptive. And then the person that bid, they're like, you know what? I didn't even think about it being used for that. But when you said that, I often, that's what made them want to bid. So I like to get really creative and it's, you know, it, it's turned into some, uh, it turns into sales. Definitely. Now, let me ask you this then. So like with your experience thus far, you got name shoppers going, like what is on the horizon? Like, where do you see yourself going in all of this? Well, I, I, I want to, I do want to grow name shoppers to be, you know, that whole curated list of domains where it's, it's whether it's weekly or biweekly to where it's, you know, uh, I want to, I want to grow that. I want to build that and, and get, more and more buyers and, and in a whole variety of different types of people that want to be, you know, turning into a bidding wars. Um, that would be a lot of fun, especially using clubhouse. And also with my personal portfolio, like I want to, you know, obviously increase the quality of domains that I have. Um, and you know, it's sort of quality over quantity. So like, I don't have any desire to own thousands of domains. Like I want to kind of trim down my portfolio, get rid of the garbage and focus more on, like I said, with my new view on domaining, if I do it the right way, if I buy smart and I, and by buying smart, I have to answer those questions of who would buy this for me and why, then I will, I can't go wrong. Like I'm going to then eventually be able to, you know, master the whole art of domaining, which that's a, that's kind of like a a process and a, you grow every year, you know, and, and, I catch on quickly, um, but I also love what I do. So my my goal is to again, you know, I I'm absolutely have some domains that are just you know I don't know why I ever registered them, um, but, <laughs> but we all everyone does. Um, but again, the new view on domaining is like I'm gonna buy smart and I'm I'm gonna buy the right way and and uh, it's gonna just the the values will just go higher and they're not gonna 
go down in value. They're going to go up in value. Because again, digital transformation has pushed us like, you know, everything 10 years, that's 10 years away. It's, it's here now. So it's, it's the, you know, the, between the pandemic and everything else, like the new digital, again, digital everything. So that, that means if you're going to, we're going to be in a digital world, we're going to have to rely on domains to, if you want to dominate your industry and you want to, you want to own that, um, you know, whatever your company is, you know, you're going to be online. Everybody's online. And, and that's, that's just a fact. And that's not, I think that's the future of everything is going to be digital, digital, everything. Yeah, that certainly, that is certainly going to be the case that if you, you know, and, and I think that, that that's something that's been experienced over the last year, especially throughout 2020. It was, if you did not pivot and make that turn to get online, in most cases, you shut your doors and likely for good. Uh, whereas if you did pivot, then you gave yourself at least a fighting chance to hopefully turn the corner and to go on to do bigger and better things from a digital standpoint. Uh, until the offline business, if you will, can, comes back uh, to being, if it ever comes back. But like you said, I mean, I think what you have, you've got a, uh, you got something that's going good here for you, especially uh, partnering there with uh, Stephen Saxon Name Shoppers and kind of retooling here to bring it back. And so, and then you know, just stepping into really, uh, I, I guess it's that 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 moderator Dom, if you will. Um, <laughs> for for clubhouse um right. so because you're you're getting around in terms of of rooms uh in terms of being a moderator um and, and it's likely like i said it, it's definitely building out your network i would imagine that there are probably folks that you've been able to sell to or will be able to sell to so that being said though one thing comes to mind like if somebody wants to get involved in name shoppers whether that be hey i want to submit my names or hey i want to get involved in terms of buying something of these names like how might they do so so i mean uh you know my name uh, i'm krista gable's my name i mean uh i you know i'm on linkedin i'm on facebook i'm on twitter but uh my i have the handle at domain dom so domain and then of course dom is because i'm a female dom it's a d-o-m-m-e so domain dom is my handle on facebook twitter um uh, clubhouse anywhere any social media that's my handle so it's it's really easy to um, connect with me <clears throat> and uh again whether it's uh, my name Krista Gable uh, you can find me on any of the platforms or uh, domain Dom um, and then on nameshoppers.com there's a there's a contact form on there as well as um, my personal emails on there so it's, it's really easy to get in touch with me and then I guess so when will the next auction I guess you you had mentioned it earlier but uh I've I have since there are so many thoughts that have gone through my mind. So when I guess when will the next name shoppers auction be? It's going to be either the end of this month or the beginning of July. So I'm taking okay. a couple of weeks off because I'm hosting. A, I've got the next two weeks. I'm hosting Rick Schwartz and one in my club, and then the next week in his club. I'm hosting Braden Pollock again on the thirtieth. I'm hosting Kate Buckley and Tess Diaz again. Um, I think the third or the you know, also the last week of June. And I've been hosting weekly events with a lot of these, you know, we're talking the biggest names in the industry. I just uh, finished a room last week with the Joshes um, from dnwe.com. And so every room just, you know, it, I, I, I promote heavily on LinkedIn. I, I, you know, put together a cool little graphic and flyers and, uh, and, it, and a lot of people, they show up, the rooms get, they're getting, <laughs> the club is growing. I'm, I'm up to like one point, 1.5, let's see, uh, 
or yeah, well, well, I think I'm getting closer now to 2000 followers on my club. Um, nice. The, the domain, it's domain investing two, four, seven club. And, um, and then this is the month where I have to, you know, go through renewals and, and doing some other stuff. So we're going to re, re restart the auctions. It'll be, I think at the very latest, the beginning of, of July, but hopefully the end of June. Krista is in high demand. <laughs> That, well, that, but that's probably always been the case for you. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a very, um, I, I am more of an introvert as far as like I'm a homebody, but what? I'm also very, yeah, I am. No, um, no, no. I'm not going to let you even I, tell me that you're an introvert. <laughs> I actually am. Um, I have you're a, kidding. I, I, <laughs> I used to be in the spotlight back, you know, when I owned a nightclub, but I'm, um, it's it, lately, it's, you know, it's too peopley outside. I, um, I actually prefer to, I don't, um, I, I have social anxiety really bad. Like, uh, crowds, I, I can't You're kidding. I am not kidding. No, I wow. social anxiety is a, uh, it's, it's a big, um, yes. That's another reason too, where a lot of times like I won't, I don't go to crowded places. Um, yeah, I have. And you know what? I, the thing about me is like, I, I'm very self-aware of my issue. So why do I have social anxiety? Hmm. Let's see. Is it the control issues or is it? Yeah, I think that's, it's my control issues. So I'm very self-aware, but yeah, no, I I have a very, uh, I struggle with social anxiety. So that's That's... why I I love the digital. I love the virtual clubhouse is perfect for me because I can be myself and I can still do my thing, but I don't have to be in a crowded place where, you know, I'm not in control. I like to be in control. (laughs) <laughs> that is phenomenal. And that's what it, literally when you said that, I was like, oh, that's why Clubhouse is the yeah. perfect fit for you. It is. Yeah, because it's like, OK, if you ever get into, you know, if you're if you're ever made to to actually start experiencing that anxiety, it's it's just a tap of the button. And, hey, I'm leaving. I'm getting off. Exactly. I can get, put some space in there versus being uh in, in someone's physical presence, it's not that easy. It is possible, but it's just not as easy um, as it is in a virtual space. That's amazing. Yeah, but, but my goal, again, I, I think the future of events are going to be, you know, especially uh, everything's going to be immersive. You know, the technology's become immersive and it's going to mm-hmm. continue in that way. But, you know, I, I would like to say that if, if there was one thing I could improve on or something I wanted to change about myself, I want to be able to overcome social anxiety into where if there was, uh, you know, if there is a names con next year or, you know, whatever event that's in person, I, w- I want to be able to go and not have any like fear, you know, I want to just go right. and not worry about social anxiety. So that's something I'm working on. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you this about that because it, in, to a certain extent, a part of me believes that through the work that you're doing now, which I look at it and say, uh, it's through the relationship building that you're doing virtually through Clubhouse. It, mm-hmm. It's actually you're physically putting in work to make relationships with folks that do you think that that's going to help kind of ease that uh, that pressure, if you will, in terms of being able to say, oh, I know Brayden, I know Kate, I know Rick, I know Alvin, like they're all going to be there. Do you, do you think that that would help? Um, absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing. And I, I absolutely um 100% because the first name con the first name con that I was going to go to I didn't know I knew who all they, they all were and I was we were connected like they were they accepted my you know a link LinkedIn request or whatever right. but I never talked to them now it's like these are you know people I talk to you know a lot so yeah absolutely like you know knowing going to an event that would be another 
give me another uh, level of, of comfort because going into like a, a crowded Walmart, like, you know, these are strangers, but like going in, especially like the, you know, these people on clubhouse, you, know, you become friends, you become right. you get attached, you become close with them. Uh, and again, we're all a bunch of bubbles on there, but we, we connect. And so, yeah, yeah I would love to, I, I think that would give me a, a, a level of comfort to know like, Hey, you know, instead of being in the bubble world of clubhouse, you know, we're going to, we're going to go into real life into the, you know, uh, in, in person and I'm actually going to get, you know, shake their hand. Um, so yeah, I, that would definitely, um, I would, I definitely would, that would help a lot. And so hopefully if, whether Rick has, you know, his event in Asheville next year or NamesCon is, you know, I think it's virtual this year, but if it's, you know, whatever their live events are, then, and, you know, now live events are, you know, also virtual, but yeah. we're like the, uh, the original OG, you know, like, okay, you like, <laughs> hey, we, you go to a public place and, and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. So absolutely. I, I definitely would feel more comfortable with now being connected with, uh, a lot of these people. Well, that's awesome. And, and I have to commend you, Chris, for, for one, being vulnerable and, and sharing something that is definitely personal um, in terms of, of having social anxiety. And so that is uh, that is not something that I think that I would have picked up on had you not said it. Um, and so, you know, I certainly applaud you for, for sharing. Well, thanks. I guess I told you I'm, I'm authentically me. Um, so, you know, uh, I, with, with things that I struggle with, there's other things that I'm just, you know, I, I do, uh, I, I excel at. So I'm, I take pride in being authentic and genuine and, you know, um, I, I, uh, like I said, I, it's, uh, it's just who I am. And, um, I, uh, I like that. I'm, 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 give myself kudos for being authentic. <laughs> well, we certainly, we certainly appreciate it. And I know that listeners, um, cause I know that there, that there are many listeners. Uh, matter of fact, I had Anita Walker on and she was brave, very brave in terms of sharing her story about how she dealt with depression. And much like you shared your story around social anxiety. I know that there are a number of listeners that are out there that, Hey, we, we all have issues of some sort. And so uh, to be able to bravely step into those, own those, address those, work at those, you know, that that's one thing that I can say about the domain community is that everybody is willing, able to, to, to walk this out with you, to walk along with you and, and to provide you support. And so that's something that, uh, that I know I can at least sense from, from everything I'm hearing from you. That's something that you've experienced. And I know that that's something that I've uh, witnessed time and time again. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, a lot of people that are, you know, if they struggle with any of that anxiety, depression, you know, it's a, it's, it's very um, stigmatized. And a lot of people are, they're like ashamed to say they have it, but I'm just telling you, like you, that's why I said, you know, I've had to reinvent myself several times and (laughs) part of reinventing myself was, you know, it forced me to face my fears. And like I said, I've turned my pain into my power and that's exactly what it is. That is awesome. And because of that, it's like, I can just tell you, like, you, you are free. You are free. I am. That is awesome. Well, I guess last but not least, then in terms of like, what would you, your advice be, you know, to someone, especially females like that are thinking about dipping their toe into uh, domain investing? Like, where do you recommend they start based on your experience? So I think, you know, connecting with the right kind of people and, and clubhouse has brought a lot of new investors to the forefront. And I'm seeing, I've, I'm seeing a lot of women coming in. And so my thing is like, you know, if, 
if you want to do this, like, you know, like follow the right people, learn, you know, do research, you know, don't just jump in and, 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 you know, and think, you know, everything. Cause obviously a lot of, I mean, I, even did that. <laughs> and so I surround yourself with people who are, you know, bring good energy and good insight. And, you know, uh, especially like, you know, like I told you, like Kate Buckley is not only a friend, but she's a mentor. Um, and she is, you know, an icon in, in the industry and, you know, a female. So, you know, it's, a, so like people like Kate, people like Braden, like, you know, surround yourself with the best people and learn and, you know, and be humble. And, um, and, you know, uh, you know, again, it's like, you're learning from people who have done it and, you know, and, and go with your gut, go with your intuition. If your intuition tells you, like, if, you know, some people will try to, you know, knock you down or tell you like, you're not going to do well at this, or you're never going to sell that domain, prove them wrong. Like prove them wrong. Um, if, if you, if you know, in your, in your gut, your intuition tells you like, no, this is something, then stick right. with that. Don't let others, you know, don't let others like, um, bully. Make, yeah. Don't be a bully. <laughs> um, and, uh, and just, you know, if you want to do something, just do it. And so, well, with that, Krista, we're out of time. So, but thank you again for joining us today and sharing your entrepreneurial journey and domain investing journey. Well, thanks, Alvin. It's been a lot of fun. And I hope I get to meet you at one of the, um, you know, whether it's virtual or uh, in person, either way, I look forward to meeting you. Hey, likewise, likewise. And so thank you listeners for tuning in to Kickstart Commerce, where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business. Please subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or Podbean. Last but not least, please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy. Thanks, and that's all for now.